Bow, bow, bow. The we pot, are back. The can can I just go the Pat and Trudy show? You you can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, you can't because your your um your voice isn't deep enough. Oh. You can't do the Pat and Trudy show. Yeah, you recently did announcing. I did, I did some for announcing. the first time. No, not well, for no, the first no, no. time. Yeah. But yeah, I got the back. First in, time like that. I got back in the saddle. It was got, first time like that. I got back in the saddle of announcing games. I yeah. got asked to uh, to contribute, and I did some announcing and did a little baseball action, which was fun. It was cold, and my equipment kept failing, which wasn't my equipment. I was borrowed. <laughs> the, a, someone equipment else provided. The equipment provided had issues, and uh, but we we persevered. And then the uh, the job, you know, when you walk into a new job, job description is always not the same as what you thought it was, but. I did all right and had a fun time and was asked, uh, you know, they told me I did I did great and I'd be asked back. So, there you, go. you know, hopefully one of these days I'll uh, get my actual gig where I actually get paid to uh, talk about, you know, do announcing and all that good stuff. But we're going to talk about you today. We are. In episode, we, we, in episode, episode eight. Episode eight. Yeah. Episode ocho. We're going to talk about you and you being a coach. <laughs> get on the line. <laughs> going to run sprints. Um, not Not that kind of a coach. Yeah, you're not a very good that kind of coach. No, I wouldn't. I, no. I just, no. Well, no. I might be. I'm pretty good at building a team. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I liked the sport. Yeah, there's not a lot of sports that you like. I we've I have, remember I decided that I like hockey. hockey maybe I should be a hockey coach. You could definitely do I've never considered coach. that, that, Patrick. That might be an option for That you. might be fun. We'll call up the uh, the stars and see if they have any openings for right. you no, to uh, coach. No, I want to own it. You want to, yeah, you want to be the owner. <laughs> I want to be the owner, coach, and general manager. Yeah, because that way I get to tell everybody and what I can to tell do. Everybody what to do. So let's talk about your coaching. Whereas you are, I'm not going to use the L word because that's not you, but you are a leadership coach, mm-hmm. not the other L word. You are a business coach, <laughs> right? And you are a communication coach. Uh huh. Yeah. So now you don't do. And just so that I can get get on the line, you go. Let's talk about communication. Yeah, and just so I can get everybody's focus off, of what's the other L- um, life, life coach? Yeah, I'm not coach. a life coach. I don't do life coaching. So let's sit there and put our hands together. Yeah, I, I know coaches that are great life coaches, yep. and I'm happy to make a reference for you. Feel free to email me, and I'll refer you there on. You go. But I, yeah, I do leadership, I do business, and I do communications. Communication. Yeah. So um, I like to differentiate coaching from consulting. Yes, you do. And I like to differentiate coaching from counseling. Yes, that's totally different. Yes, very, very different. Lots of C's, but totally different. Yeah. So let's just, let's first talk about coaching versus counseling. So the way I like to say is that when you come into a session for counseling, you start looking to the past and you start dealing with past issues, past trauma, past emotional wounds past 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 to try to try to affect the future right and so you're just processing through that so you can deal with your insecurities and and wounds and you just become you don't necessarily become a different person you just become a less insecure person so that's incredible um so love counseling i that i have um, used that therapy a lot but then there's a coach coaching's different so a coach comes in and looks to the future. So we're in the present moment and we look to the future. Where counseling is in the present moment, we look to the past. So when you're coaching, we take every we take everything about where you are and we decide, okay, what's the pain point that we want to jump over? 
or what's the pain point that we want to get through. How can we get past where we're at currently? Yeah, because we want to move forward. Now, occasionally in moving forward, we have to kind of go, oh, this happened in the past, and so you have an insecurity about that. But we're still moving forward. It's just a reason why your current situation is where it's at. So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about coaching and counseling. And now let's talk about the difference between coaching and consulting. I love consulting. You do love consulting. Because consulting, you come in as the expert and you tell them what they need to do. Walk into a business, you're like, all right, you're failing at this. You're not doing this well. You're not doing that well. So fix all that. And you'll, be, you'll be golden. And, and so Pat is a great consultant. I do. I like to consult. Yes. So in my brain, a consultant walks in and says, hey, I'm the expert. Yep. Let me tell you what you need to do and how you need to fix it. And there's a lot of people that don't like hiring consultants because they have to admit that they're they're having issues. And a lot of times business owners, that's the last thing they want to admit is that there's a problem. Well, then if that's the case, if that's your kind of preferences, then you need a coach. Mm -hmm. Because a coach is going to walk in and say, hey, you're the expert on yourself. You're the expert on your business. Like you're the expert on your vision. So let me ask you powerful questions and let's go through a process of self-discovery so that I can help you move your visions, your leadership style, your whatever the topic is forward. And a lot of times when you're doing that, there, there is, I don't want to say there's a, there's an area of consultant that comes into it, but a lot of times by asking those powerful questions, I was watching a video the other day where, where. Uh, someone was talking about having an employee that they invested too much money in. I got too much money invested in that person to fire them. And the person who was doing the consulting or the coaching looked at them and went, you can't continue to operate your business this way with this person. And you've, you've drawn the line that you can't cut them. You can't fire them. You can't move your business forward if you don't do that. Right. So in that scenario, a consultant is going to come in and say, hey, you need to fire him. And you know what he's going to do? He's not going to do it. But then a coach is, will come in and say, okay, so we know we need to fire them, but you're not willing to. Let's talk about why you're not willing why to. Why you're not willing to. Okay. What, what's the obstacle? Why do you want to keep him? What are the pros and cons? And so the coach comes in and starts asking powerful questions. And the key here is to ask powerful questions. Yeah. Like anyone can walk in the door and start asking you questions, but are they helpful? Are they, are they leading you to a place to understand why am I making this decision? And is it actually the decision I want to make? Or is there a different decision that I actually want to make, but didn't realize it was even an option? Yeah, I mean, I actually had this dilemma the other day where I was I was uh, working on a project and I'm stuck on my project. And the reason I'm stuck is I'm afraid that what I'm going to do is going to fail. And so I'm like, oh man, I don't want to. I've spent a bunch of time on this on this project, and I don't want to do this last thing that's going to mess everything up because I'm using some stuff that's questionable. And I, I just, you know, I thought about it, I thought about it, and I put it on a forum and was asking, you know, questions. And the guy says, just try it on, try a little bit, try it on a piece of scrap, see if it works. I was like, hadn't thought about that. I should put it on a piece of, if it, if it works on a piece of scrap, this is going to work on my finished product. So it's not going to be a, a, if it fails on the piece of scrap, then I'm not out anything because I know it failed and I can go get different material to make it work. Well, and that, that's just a great example of like, we just got through saying that Pat is a great consultant. And that story right there is a great example of, of why everybody needs somebody to help them. And so it doesn't matter if you are a coach or you are a consultant, 
it doesn't matter if you're really like, you're the one that everybody comes to all the time. Like we all get stuck and it doesn't matter what profession you're in. We need outside input to get us outside of our own heads. Agree. Agree. You know, so you're doing communication coaching, you're doing uh, business coaching, you're also doing leadership coaching, coaching leaders. Now, you do have a master's of organizational leadership, so you do have a, a pretty good educational background in, for, in terms of leadership, but um, how do you coach a leader? Well, so the first step in coaching a leader is understanding what their leadership style is, because I believe that anyone can be a leader. And I know, I know there's a huge thing out there that says, Hey, you're either born to be a leader or you're not, but that's not true. That's not true. You're and, a natural born leader. And, and I, I guess I think that's a big deal coming for me because I do believe that I am a natural born leader. Um, you know, we could spend a long time talking about why I believe that, but I'm a natural born, I'm a natural born leader. And yet I still believe that anyone can be a leader because we just lead and Okay, admittedly, guys, I'm a huge, I'm, I'm a John Maxwell fan. So You're a John Maxwell fan, I, I am a John Maxwell fan. And so John Maxwell defines leadership as influence. And, like, if you really stop and think about that, it's so true. And people get it in their heads that the only way to be a leader is to lead hundreds of people or thousands of people or for your title to be vice president or, you know, like, whatever. And so you just start you get these preconceived ideas of what a leader looks like. But then when you stop and think about it, when you were in school and you were running around with your friends, whether it was one friend or multiple friends, somebody was influencing somebody. Mm -hmm. And whoever was doing the influencing was the leader in that moment mm -hmm. or for that week or for that year or whatever. So when you have influence, you have leadership mm -hmm. and they, they go hand in hand. So because of that, I believe that anyone can learn to be a leader because everyone has the opportunity to influence. Absolutely. So there's my strong, powerful statement. It's a very Le powerful statement. Leadership is influence. sometimes people are thrust, you know, you, you hear people being thrust into leadership, you know, they're <laughs> thrust. And so that's, right. that's kind of the, the scenario you're talking about where, you know, they walk into a situation where, I know there's been many times I've walked in a situation. I, I am a great follower. I'm a great number two. I'm a great you guy. A great that just like put stuff in there. You know, if I've got a really strong leader who knows where we're going and he is, he is on top of it, then man, I'm right. I'm right there. Number two row in the boat. But if I walk into a leadership vacuum and there's no set direction, there's no leadership, there's nobody, nobody steering the helm of the ship. I will jump up there and steer the helm of the ship. Also and, true. And, you know. And you're a great leader. And that's that's just different styles. I mean, you're immediately, when you walk on boat, you're like, uh, I'm not steering the boat because I own the boat. So I'm going to sit over here on the sun deck chair and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let you do all the work. I step on the boat. I don't take that, that ownership. You like the ownership side of things. You like to be the, the boss. I do. I, I like to be the boss. But just the same as you described that you can walk in and either be the leader or not be the leader. I can also do the same thing, even being a natural born leader. I mean, right now I serve um, in production for a 24 year old yep. and he's the leader and I don't, I don't cross over him. Yep. I mean, their hierarchy is important and in the structure of hierarchy, because I'm volunteering, I'm below him and it doesn't matter how old I am, how much experience I've had. He's the leader and I submit to that. So even, it, it doesn't matter if you're, the, if you're the big wig 
or if you're the follower, it, you you can be a leader no matter what. Yep, agree, agree. And so you know, I think if you're if you're somebody if you're somebody who feels like I need I need to lead more, you should get a leadership coach to help you. Yeah. To to find out what your strengths are, to find out what your communication preferences are, to find out all those things that you're able to step into that leadership role. Or if you've been thrust into a position <laughs> that you feel insecure about, then yeah. you need a leadership coach to help you discover, like, what is my leadership style? How can I do this? Because, again, anybody can be a leader because everybody has influence. There's been there's been opportunities where I see people that get thrust into a situation that um, they're not ready for. Mm-hmm. And they fail spectacularly, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times because they just they they didn't ask for help, and they they try to do it all on their own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing is when we when we do get that. I always tell people, you know, is be careful, you know, what you wish for in terms of you know I want to be the one in charge, and you get in charge, and then you find out it's not all that's cracked up to be, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more to it than you thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I I was talking to somebody the other day about. You know, all these influencers and all these people that are making all this money doing, you know, influencing stuff or whatever. But, you know, those people work really hard. There's one guy I follow who does uh, online gaming. He spends 8 to 10 hours a day playing games and then time on top of that, editing content, putting stuff together to get online. I mean, the guy's working 12-hour days to put online gaming clips on YouTube. And that's a tough job. I mean, that's that's a job. I mean, and people want to, I, I want to do it for a half hour and I want to get paid millions of dollars. It's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. You got to put the time in. You got to put the effort in. And if you're thrust in that situation, you got to get some help. Yeah, and ask get some some leadership help. coach. Yeah, right. So there you go. So if you need leadership coaching, talk to Trudy. If you need <laughs> consulting, give me a call. I'll come tell you how to fix it. <laughs> and uh, we can run from there. There you go. That's it. That's all we Signing have. Signing off. All right. We'll catch you next time.